the third night, I literally went to the kitchen. It was just a thought that I just went with, just went to grab a knife and I was just like standing there in the kitchen, just like, yep, this is it. Try to get rid of this, I can't take this anymore. And then all of a sudden I had a voice, it was just like, what are you doing? And this is your call to adventure with Ant and Luke. Pew! Welcome back to the Call to Adventure podcast. We have a very special guest, uh, Jacob Atkinson, the owner of Polaris. Is that how we pronounce However it? However you pronounce it. However the fuck we pronounce yeah. it. Jacob, Jacob, Polaris, yeah. Polaris, whatever you want to say. <laughs> Polaris, Polaris. Jacob. Jacob, Jacob. Can uh, we kick things off and go straight just into quick, Polaris? I want to give him a quick intro. Okay, okay. Fucking hell, mate. <laughs> I just, just let me intro him. I've been hearing so many stories before we start. I just want to keep rolling. I just want to intro him because it's like go. pivotal time. Well, we need more men's coaches and this is exactly what Jacob does. And we actually did a visualization yesterday, uh, yesterday two days ago about how essential it is for coaches like Jacob to be in this world, to bring men back to their strength and their power and have a deep appreciation and deep respect for you. So thank you for jumping on, man, and finding the time after an 11-hour drive from Newcastle. Appreciate it. Wouldn't, wouldn't think of anywhere else to be. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. A couple of beers, a couple of chicken wings. Yeah, um, yeah. Now we can jump into it, you fucking impatient motherfucker. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, how are we? <laughs> good, mate. Good. I would, um, yeah, thanks for being here first, first and foremost. Most welcome. Uh, me and Luke were saying prior to, to, to hitting the record button that yeah we've been not only observing you as like a fellow mentee but uh i guess in admiration of just like how far you've come in terms of the start of the year when we started leaders and yeah we'll dive into that but first of all maybe just like give us an insight on what polaris is and walk us through the rebrand yeah i think i think luke smashed it i don't even need to say anything really yeah all over it yeah um yeah my name's jacob uh I am a men's empowerment coach. I own my own business name, Polaris Coaching. Um, yeah, and as Luke said at the start, uh, I pretty much work with any type of man on this earth. And yeah, my main mission is to bring their self-worth to the absolute surface and yeah, allow them to regain empowerment, not find empowerment because you always have empowerment. It's just regaining that empowerment. So yeah, that's my mission at the moment, mate. And thanks for having me. I'm, like I said, it's 11 hour drive, but wouldn't rather be anywhere else. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of questions firing, but just like, just if you can give it the quickest rundown, what made you get to this point? Mm. What made you decide to be a men's coach? Mm, good question. I think there's gonna be a couple of good questions that I haven't, do you know, you know what's funny? On an 11 hour drive down here, you're like, I wonder what questions they're gonna ask me. And you like run it through, talk to yourself and, <laughs> That wasn't one of them, so good stuff. <laughs> what made me become, or what did I want to become a men's coach? I guess it's, um, yeah, a, a couple of pivotal moments in my life where I'm like, like you said, um, I always felt like I could lead, like I felt like something deep within where I could lead, like working in a pub, being a manager, like, um, you know, managing 50 staff in a venue that's doing, you know, million dollar months, like, you know, it, I, I found it quite simple. I didn't love it, but I found it simple in the fact that I could lead people and I felt like um, power, yes, but also a sense of like being able to understand an individual and what they would like to hear or what they need in these certain situations as well. So yeah, there was always an underlying factor of that, I guess. But yeah, it was only like the last couple of years where I found like I was going to do men's coaching, like when I started working with Tom, I was like, 
am I doing female, male? Like, you know, wh wh what is it? And he was just like, come on, man. I'm like, well, I don't know. He's like, yes, you do. You know what it is. And yeah, I guess it was just like a culmination of events that led up to, yeah, me finding out that this was it. This was the calling. So um, would you say there was already hints when you're at the bar? Where you were sort yeah. of uh, managing, coaching your team members. Yeah, I, I guess I was sort of called to the idea. Like, best example that I could have is like, if a staff member or a patron like got injured, right? So they needed first aid. I was the first one there. Like, as soon as I found someone that needed like healing or if they needed someone that was like, needed to be there for them, I was like, yep, cool. I'm there no matter what. Yep, Jacob, we need first aid here. Yep, on my way. Um, I guess that was like a first sight as well. And um yeah, that was, that was probably one of the main ones. Also, understanding that, uh, yeah, I, I like to connect with people, right? Like, I felt like um, it wasn't just me going to work, pulling beers, counting the money, go home. It was more just like actually, yeah, creating a supportive environment inside a workplace that's sometimes not really that fucking supportive, let's be honest. So, um, yeah, I guess those were the inklings. But I'd never thought in a million years, like, this is what I'd be doing. Like, if you said to me two years ago, I'd be sitting here doing a podcast with you guys, like, I'd be like, no chance in the seven holes. So. On the flip side, when I first discovered that you have the, the food and hospital background in bartending, I couldn't believe that because I thought men's coaching was just like the thing you were just doing for the last decade. Because yeah. now it's, I guess now you fully embodied it and now it just feels so. Like, it feels like I have been doing it for 10 years. So that's, that's obviously a good sign. So, um, yeah, it's, it's good to know that that's the perception I'm giving off. So that's, yeah. That's was, give us a rundown on the timeline. Like when were you, when did you quit the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Do you want the full story? Let's go the full story. <laughs> right, cool, yeah. So uh, what year is it now? 2022. My God, nearly 30. Anyway. Um, so uh, five, yeah, about four to five years ago, um, really going through a dark spot in my life like really fucking down on myself um everything was just fucking being hit in the face and um just felt i couldn't really escape anything like i felt like um, i'm sure you guys have felt like this before but home didn't feel like home like mind wasn't settled at all it was just consistently somewhere else or racing or anything like that and in that moment in time is when lauren fell pregnant with our first daughter and well sorry our daughter not our first daughter and yeah 12 weeks and she was like yeah cool pregnant i'm just like fuck like i feel like this this is who i am at the moment and i'm supposed to raise a child bruh like no chance and uh yeah what started coming up from that was like massive panic attacks like to the point where like ambulance stuff like that because i'd never experienced it before i was like what the fuck is this is this a heart attack or like is this like is this the end for me like <laughs> what's going on that happened like two to three times and then uh yeah my gp well yeah my last ever gp anyway uh she was just like yeah you have anxiety right didn't even do like any psych tests or anything like that yeah you got anxiety it's like oh, okay like i was just dumb and naive here have this antidepressants i'm like okay all right if that's gonna help what's going on three days into antidepressants worst experience of like ever had like don't know if you guys have had anxiety before but like this was like out of the skin like i felt like i was jumping out of my skin 
thoughts going through my head that just wouldn't stop. Like it was just to a point where I was just like in tears, like thinking that this was my life, you know, yada, yada, yada. To the point where on the third night, I literally went to the kitchen. It was just a thought that I just went with, just went to grab a knife and I was just like standing there in the kitchen, just like, yep, this is it. I've got to get rid of this. I can't take this anymore. And then all of a sudden I had a voice. It was just like, what are you doing? And like drop the knife and just like ball of a mess. Like just, that was the lowest point of my life. Like fully on the ground, like out of control, yada, yada. I thought I was going crazy. Like I was like, is this my mind? Like literally just like gone to mush. Like, is this it? So yeah, went that and then got off those antidepressants. Thank God. And then started to calm down a little bit, but still was like, like this, like still petering on the edge. And that lasted for probably, probably like a year and a half. Like, but here's the kicker. I didn't tell anyone, anyone about that. Not even Lauren, not even anything, right? So yeah, as the time went on, had Alia, which was great. Beautiful little girl, but I was still dealing with all this stuff and I wasn't confessing or expressing or anything like that. And if I wasn't doing that, obviously I'm not going to allow my daughter or my wife to do the same, right? So yeah, just pushing them to a side, like staying in bed till 12 o'clock weekdays, like not wanting anything, just watching videos, eating junk food, just like pretty much thinking if I stay here, it's quicker to get to bedtime. So I'm just going to like stay here. Don't care about anyone else, right? And this went on for like probably the first six months to a year of Alia's life, just me being like that consistently. I'd go to work, but days off I'd sleep in, not get up, not go to the gym, didn't want anything to do with her. Till there was one moment still that rattles in my brain. She was like having a conversation with Lauren in the lounge room and I was still in bed. And she was like, hey, mommy, why doesn't daddy want to play with me? Have I done something wrong? Straight into the heart. And I was just like, fuck, like hit me right like fucking hit me and it was just like welling up crying my eyes out lauren come in she was like what's wrong i was like hey i need to i need to tell you something like i need to fucking confess some stuff and just everything came out right like every single thing felt great i was like whoa didn't think that would feel like that i thought it would be a negative thing right how dare you keep this from me yada yada yada. i thought that was going to be the confrontation but yeah it was just like a warm loving embrace right like really allowed me to see that expression is the key to move through this stuff not i'll put this out there these are my beliefs doesn't have to be your beliefs but not you know going straight to medication or um, numbing yourself out on drugs and alcohol and stuff like that so yeah did that there and then um i said to lauren i was like hey obviously i know i need help right now like i need something but i don't feel like therapy is the thing i've got like a warped i guess like perception of therapy i don't really want to go that way but i feel like i need help with something right um she's like all right cool um yeah we'll call call something in back then i didn't fucking give a shit about spiritual stuff i was like whatever as you go again just calling in stuff till the next day uh, a beautiful man named jacob weatherly and his partner grace shout out to you my man um stumbled into uh lauren's birthing um, event that she was holding on for those guys and uh, when they were having Luna and yeah Lauren got to know Jacob and found out he was a men's coach and she come in she was like yep this is it this is what he does I believe this this will help you yada 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 I was like what the fuck is a men's coach like I don't need a PT I, I need this like this is what I need I need to process this and stuff she's like yeah that's what he does I was like 
fuck, okay. Did the phone call, sale process done, cool. And then, yeah, that was very transformational 12 weeks. Like, yeah, being able to have a Zoom call twice a week with guys that are going through the same stuff, getting stuff off your chest, but while also like learning like how your mind works and like simple I, things I say that now are simple things like grounding yourself, like pulling that energy back down. Like you have control over that energy. You don't have to be this heightened state. If you don't want to be, you can pull it back down and learning all these magical things. And then, yeah, coming out the back end of it and did a purpose visualization. And yeah, Jacob was like, well, do you really want to pull beers up for the rest of your life? I'm like, no, of course not. And, uh, yeah, did a powerful visualization where I found out I would help people, but I wasn't really clear on what the help would look like, right? Like, I'm not sure if it was like, say, uh, uh, a paramedic, for example, or something like that. I wasn't sure. Um, but I stated to Jacob, this is what's going on. This is what's coming up, yada, yada, yada. And then he put me onto the wizard, Tom. Shout out you. I know you're listening to this as well. He's got so many shout outs. Yeah, of course he has. Every podcast. He's going to be a fucking promo. Sponsored by Tom Clark Impact. Yeah, got on to contact with him and express what I was feeling. And he was like, yeah, mate, I can help you. All right, let's go. And yeah, got into the Transformer. That was was a year and a half ago now. So yeah, did that for those five days. And being completely honest like the first six months coming out of it like slog like it was a slog like yeah i'd fully committed to it but like there was no income coming in like are uh, you out of bartending at this point out of bartending yeah as soon as i went to transform i was like no this is it so i had like a good annual leave payout so that like allowed us to pay rent at least for a couple of months um and like i said to lauren i was just like give me six months and if this does not work i will go back to the pub she was like, all right, cool. Got to the six months, wasn't working. <laughs> she was like, babe, we need some money coming in. Like, you need to go back to the pub. And as soon as she said that, it was just like, oh, that just doesn't sit right. Like, yeah, I can go back and make a thousand bucks per week, but that just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like after everything that I've just gone through to go back to that, like I've said goodbye to that. Like, I'm not going to go back to that. Just, just give me two more weeks. Just please give me two more weeks. She was like, okay, all right, two weeks, but then you have to find something else. I'm like, okay, all right, two weeks. Literally the next day, first client paid in full. I was like, there's our rent for the next two months. She's like, then she started to see the evidence of like, all right, cool. Then obviously leaders as we are all in right now. And um, yeah, the start of this year is when it started to really Oh, Tessie Pop really started to take off. So, yeah, that's the, I guess, the quick version of the long story. So, yeah. I, yeah there's so many things to touch on in that. Um, the last one that you, that's probably the most fresh is the evidence and like seeing the evidence. I've just seen the evidence myself. Mm. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Brother. Thank you. And it's like you don't, you just go through this tough time, tough time, tough time, tough time, and you fucking question yourself and you doubt yourself. And you're just like, this is not fucking working. Yeah. I've got a sustainable business that's making me great money. Mm. That's the easy option. But as you said, it doesn't feel right. It just does. Man. I'm going through a slog at the moment myself, just trying to get these last few months out of the business. It does not feel right. I know it's not what I'm meant to be doing. And it's fucking, yeah, but seeing the evidence now, it's like, I'm fucking ready. Yeah. I'm fucking ready. Yeah. It's like, as soon as you see that first piece, mm. you're like, 
Yeah, yeah we good. Now. We good. Yeah. Now I'm like, I'm already thinking like, all right, cool. I'm gonna up my like my content here. I'm gonna teach this. Da, 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 yeah, like, like I said to you the other day, it's like, it's literally as soon as you see that first piece of evidence, it's like the way that I visualize it, it's like this big fucking snowball just standing on the top of Everest, right? And like you can call whatever, like say like your, your guide or your spiritual or whatever is literally just standing there waiting, just being like, you ready yet? You ready? And then as soon as you see that first piece of evidence, right? Like a sale or uh, feedback from a client or something like that, it's just like, boom, let's go. And it's just like fast pelting down this hill. So it's insane. And you just start gathering momentum, all the snow starts coming in. So yeah. yeah. The, the big one I want to talk about is just where you were. I have been on a very similar journey. Obviously, I didn't work in a bar, but I spent a lot of time in nightclubs, a lot of time drinking, a lot of time getting on the gear. There's another way. I think for, for individuals that are going through such a tough, challenging time, there's another way. There's another fucking way. And I, and I see, like, hearing about the position that you've been in, I think that we have people that have already been, like, just mutual friends that are now seeing us transition and it's like fuck like there is another way yeah oh 100% there's another way yeah like I tell my clients this all the time it's like you guys are the pioneers for people to be able to do the same right like how we're talking about the evidence like imagine back in that time when you were deep within that imagine if you had someone right next to you that was just like hey man I'm doing this right now like Hey, Coke's good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll put my hand up right now. Coke's great. Fucking go for gold. Yada, yada, yada. That's your realm. Go for it. But yeah, there's a sustainable, more fucking fulfilling way to do it. And if you have that pioneer next to you being like, yep, cool. This is the work that I'm currently doing. And you see the evidence that I'm doing this and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, man. Like, there is definitely, definitely another way. Like, um, and also, like, if you are deep within those moments, like the party scene and, either trying to fit in or getting after that that I guess that high like that feeling of serotonin and being on top of the world and having no worries and everything like that imagine having that feeling but you didn't have to rely on a $300 per bag thing to do right so it's an expensive fucking habit so yeah 100% there's 100% yeah, and, and then once you start doing the work you start realising why the fuck we're actually doing it and you're like oh my but god but then also once you start doing the work you can see why you're doing that yeah like that. yeah, like, yeah, yeah I get spot it. on I get it spot I see on. it yeah. Yeah. yeah every time me and Luke get triggered by someone we see in real life or on, on socials straight away it's just me about oh, okay yeah. what yeah what, what's what am I triggering about myself like what's coming up for me 100%. it's one of the biggest learnings just ding. yeah <laughs> as soon as you learn that being like yeah triggers are like something within you like you know that's pissing you off like you are pissing yourself off not the other person so. you wouldn't be able to see it in them if you can't see it in exactly yourself, right? exactly yeah I, i'm going through one of the same things at the moment actually like um yeah one of my triggers at the moment is like just fucking crying in my ears non-stop like a child going daddy daddy hey like screaming you're just like just shut the fuck up <laughs> and then you have to catch yourself you're being like come on man she's three years old like she doesn't know how to regulate herself so obviously she's gonna be like this so um yeah i'm looking within to see what's why is that triggering for me like why am i being triggered by that um yeah so it's a cool journey like yeah once you said the triggering is just a reflection of you so 
with with the parenting <clears throat> i want to get into this real quick because yeah. i heard um i heard someone's perspective recently with uh new parents and they say that initially they they go into it with this like whole thing of like oh i can't wait to sort of like guide them and lead them throughout life but then they get to a point where they realize the child is the one that is sort of like leading them through 100 percent, 100 percent. when had, when did that click for you when alia said why ah oh, that play with me yeah okay like, fuck what a lesson that is yeah Ooh. right so um yeah she's i call her my magical queen because she's just like a three-year-old's like she would say i love you to me like 20 times a day 20 times a day and means it too it's not like she's just like love ya like she'll come over to you and sit on the bench being like hey daddy I like really love you and you're like fuck like you're three years old you were like I can see like you are like really meaning it like yeah she's like a magical little person so yeah I guess that would that was about when she was one yeah a year old I was like wow these lessons are massive and then since we've had our son Luca um, he's just like a little bodybuilder like he's just got a pot belly and he'll just run around naked and just you know just a typical boy just like stomping around being like, oh, oh, oh. so yeah yeah he, he's teaching me a bunch of lessons as well so yeah I really I really like that statement I adopted that statement a, a little while ago I thought I was going to be the one that was you know guiding her and guiding him and I had to become this person so they looked up to me this way but yeah, I was just looking. I was like, wow, I really look up to you guys. Like, wow, that's like, I want to express like that, right? Like, yeah. I want to do what that she's yeah. doing. So I'm glad yeah. you said that word. I'm glad you said express because just being in the presence of a child mm. and it's just pure love. Mm. It's pure, just genuine, authentic love. And they so easily express it. Mm -hmm. They express everything and it's fucking triggering as fuck like you said they'll say shit that you don't want to hear but mm. yeah just like it's come up a couple times already tonight like expression like fuck where where did this get lost along the way <laughs> yeah. where the fuck did this get lost oh man we could go deep on that oh, that's why we're doing the fucking potty mate isn't uh, it <laughs> expression man expression I, I believe expression comes with freedom right like that's your birthright freedom's your birthright comes with expression right as soon as you start to throw that freedom away, so does that side of your expression as well. Like, yes, you can express, of course, but if you're throwing away your freedom, that expression isn't true to who you are, right? If it was true to who you are, you would hold on to that freedom like nothing else. So um, you can relate yeah. that freedom to so many things, right? You can relate it to obviously the last two years and yeah. our freedom being taken away from it, but you can always, you can also take it uh, like freedom in relationships. But if you give your freedom away to a partner or to a family member, you lose the part of yourself. You lose a part of who you truly are and your values and your beliefs and your opinions. It's like, you know, the whole masculinity thing, right? We don't express, we don't share our values and opinions anymore because the world is so fucking sensitive. We, we can't fucking express anymore. And now we're so far gone that we can't, like we just can't, like men are just so like, quote unquote weak hate saying it but it's like it's a reality where we you know and weak in the fact that we don't even tell anyone what we fucking think anymore yeah. and then that leads us to this point where we're so sensitive and it's just like a cycle and it's and it's breeded this necessity for people like us to flip the script massively massively yeah it's um yeah expression is one of your truest forms like 
Anthony's like, yeah, content he puts out about expression and, you know, spreading your brand and spreading your values and understanding all of that. Like every single time I like watch it, I'm just like, fuck. Like, yeah, if, if you guys haven't already, I'm sure you guys have because you're listening to this podcast, but just go back and watch his like past three reels. I'm just like, man, how does your mind think of like that Nike expression that you did there the other day? I was oh, just yeah, like, yeah. That's insane. Like, I don't think of that. And now you're like, yeah, putting my mind into a different way of thinking as well. So yeah, yeah, expression has been lost, but it can be easily given back as well. Let's do a quick um, value, value segment here. Hit me. If, if a man is in a position with his missus or his wife mm-hmm. and he's feeling like he can't express what he fucking truly wants, mm. how would you help him? Mm. I guess the first part would be accepting that. Men really uh, try and go about saying that that's not true. They don't want to believe it themselves. So, And this goes to everything, right? Like as soon as you accept what's going on, you can really start to focus on what's truly going on, right? So if he's feeling like he can't express to his partner, yeah, that's obviously a direct reflection. So he can't express to himself. So when I'm working with my guys and we get to like the relationship part, I'm like, all right, cool. To focus on your relationships right now in your journey, we're not worrying about the relationship. Yeah, because if you're creating a foundation of let's say fearing yourself and not wanting to express, that foundation of yourself is gonna be created into the relationship. So all of a sudden, it's gonna be like a foundation of like fear or discomfort or dishonesty and stuff like that. So you're creating values of something that you don't wanna create. So let's focus on you. Let's find out what you truly value about yourself and let's find out why you can't express to yourself. Like what are you fearing coming up? What are you not wanting to really accept about what's going on? So. Um, yeah, if, if, a, if a man feels like he can't express to his partner, the f- like, like we've just said before, it's a reflection. So, cool. If you can't express to your partner, you can't express to yourself. Because if you flip it, if you can express to yourself, obviously you can express to your partner, right? Like, if we can say something deep within to ourselves, yeah, I can say anything to my partner. Like, Lauren and I have been together for 12 years, nearly 13 years. And, yeah, there's been periods, yeah, well, I felt like I couldn't talk to her at all. Like you know, just be sitting in the corners, just like on the iPhone, like not even looking at each other. Then you have a moment, you're like, I'm really disconnected from myself right now, right? Like I'm really not wanting to see what's coming up or see what's going on on the inside. And then as soon as I start really allowing myself to be that still grounded man, yeah, as you can say that expression can come from that, attractedness can come from that. Like she could feel like connected to that as well being like cool i can see him doing it yeah like when it comes to expression like obviously one party has to express first before the other like you know so someone has to take the leap first so yeah yeah to answer that question if uh yeah if a male thinks that he can't express to his partner that's a clear tale sign to me being like all right cool let's find out what your internal language and dialogue Mm. is saying to yourself yeah unclear on your values yeah. Desires. yeah massively yeah. misalignment's a, a big key as soon as you can tackle misalignment it's um yeah it comes a lot more clearer as soon as guys are understanding of their core values as we all know like as soon as you find your core values you can take action on them reality changes your environment changes everything like that so that's your guiding light that becomes your compass 100 yeah. especially early on in your journey as well like as soon as like you're consciously doing these things um yeah definitely your guiding light right like if you're taking action on these core values every single day 
that's your guiding light. Mm. Even if you get to a point in your journey where you're like, fuck, am I, am I doing the right thing? Or am I becoming the man that I want to become? Like, you just come back to your values being like, cool, have I actioned these values today? Yes. Okay, that means I'm becoming the man that I want to be. Cool. So it's, I find it's like a lot, like very simplified as well. Cool. These five things, action it, right? And guys are just like, yes. <laughs> Did you action these today? Yes. Cool. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Did you action these core values today? Yes. Right? So repeating, repeating, repeating. So yeah. My um, two, the top two core values for me is ownership and expression. Mm. And on the topic of that, I feel like those two are so intertwined. Hence yeah. why I put them one after the other. Because if, yeah, if you're not expressing, there's something, there's a part of you that you haven't fully owned. Mm. And to fully affirm your point, it's never, it's never on your partner which is the issue of you expressing to them. It mm-hmm. goes back to you. So that's yeah. a great answer. Yeah, great answer. it's like, how many times do you hear guys go like, um, oh, I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm not being treated right in my relationship. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like it's always my fault. Yeah, victim, right? victim. Victim, victim. But also listen to the sentences. I feel like I'm being mistreated. So cut off in my relationship by, get that rid of, I feel like I'm being mistreated. Cool. So what? Yeah. So how are you going to treat yourself better? Right. And guys come back to me. They're like, oh, but I'm saying about my relationship. And like I say, like complete all honesty. I don't give two fucks about your relationship right now. We've got to focus on you because it doesn't matter. A lot of guys go through this as well being like, "Hmm, maybe this relationship is just doom and gloom and I should transition to a new one. Yeah. Like maybe the grass is greener with a new relationship or a past relationship that I was with and all this stuff. And it's like, I really do hear you. I get it. But if you don't change these foundations, it doesn't matter if you have this partner or the next partner or the next partner or the next partner, each woman is going to be molded into your core values. So it doesn't matter who you're with. You're going to experience the same thing eventually. So it's either you assess it now and work on this relationship or do what you don't want to do and become single and alone. So what's the choice, right? Like, so yeah, it, it can hit home and my coaching style can be sometimes like a punch in the face. Oh, but, I love it. But sometimes it's just, it's just what's needed, right? Like, like I had one of my clients say the other night, like we're going through the relationship call and they're all on mute and then he just unmutes and he's just like, are you God? Like what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And I'm like, I don't think so, but thank you. Like I appreciate it. But yeah, you just need to hear these things. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a, like you said, massive ownership piece being like cool if i want my relationship to become better and what i want it to be i obviously have to become better and what i want to be so yeah this is why the work is so important and not just because you guys are doing men's work but everything you said there in principle applies to business because i got into like four or five businesses Mm -hmm. uh jumping to partnership to partnership before i actually started working myself Mm -hmm. you apply that to yeah business uh yeah your careers like workplaces a lot of people my age back home they're always like i want to move to a big city melbourne gold coast but then they move and then they realize that there's the shit that's internalized is still there and then they end up moving back so it's like at what point are we actually going to start shedding some light there owning that and then moving into a new environment new relationship etc yeah yeah exactly right like if you don't establish these core values you're environment no matter where you fucking live it's going to be the exact same thing right like yeah home is where the heart is like if you don't establish what your heart is 
the home is going to be yeah if your heart is fucking sabotage and detrimental damn straight that home is going to be the exact same thing no matter if you live in cool and gather or melbourne it's <laughs> the same thing the environment's always the last thing that you should change it's oh, always yeah. the last thing that you should change oh yeah and then as soon as you look into it like why am i leaving the state or why am i leaving the country because there's always a fucking reason for it it's like you're most likely running we're always looking outward that's the most easiest thing to it's the comfortable option yeah to run away look outward yeah. gotta get out go to bali you know Gotta gotta go Bali, get on the piss. Bali's been coming up a lot. Yeah, oh, Bali, I'll drop that. Put the, put the order in. Go on, flight. Call it in, call it in. <laughs> don't, mate. I'll fucking book that right. So what? Yeah. Don't tell me. Straight up. Fucking Tom's gonna take all my money. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Bali. Yeah, I'm sorry, Tom. The money's coming to you. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? When I feel like there was a big pivotal moment when you decided to just completely get off the antidepressants yeah like was it was it as simple as that because i know some people just sort of run with that and be like it's such it's a it's literally a painkiller and it's the easy way out so i'm going to keep doing it yeah. how did you get to that point where you were just like no yeah so like i said like the three days of doing it like it was just intense man like really out of control like daily tasks just become like mount fucking Everest did like, you get any form of relief did no, anything improve no 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 it's like all it did for me like and I understand people have different um, reactions to it but what it did for me was like say if my anxiety was like here it like just fucking blew it through the roof that's all it did so yeah it got to the third day and I was like well obviously it's these pills that I'm taking and I've obviously I've just grabbed a knife and wanted to end it all so obviously it's these pills right now so yeah i need to stop these and i gave them to lauren because i was like if i don't give them to you right like i'm gonna keep taking them so just get rid of them so i don't know if she flushed them or whatever but um yeah that was and also i think it comes from like me being connected to my body as well like i know when something's up like if i if i uh for example like this 12 hour drive like i'll go back into bed and i'll be like all right cool headache sore legs sweet i understand it's from this I just need to go drink like a liter of water. I need to maybe have a couple of carbs right now. And then in the morning, get up, hydrate, make sure I'm hydrated, yada, yada, yada. Whereas maybe back then, you know, I was disconnected from it, like really disconnected. I was worried. I was like, well, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Imagine living a life like that inside your own body being like, oh, why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? Why do I feel like this? Right? Like, so yeah yeah to answer your question it was just it was just way too heightened for me and i was just like no this just isn't right like this isn't a normal human experience right now <laughs> there's it's, it's crazy to think how disconnected people are with their bodies something so fucking simple something so simple but it makes it so uh, i mean like i want to know your beliefs on this because i love I love throwing sh the government and every the pharmaceuticals under the bus because it's all just fucking Don't bullshit. Don't tempt me. <laughs> right? It's all bullshit. Yeah. I'm sure that there are specific circumstances that require extreme medications and I'm not going to take that away from the people. But I would say at least 95 to 98% of the time they're giving it to you because it's fucking for profits. Yeah, of course. There's yeah. so many other options out of the situation that... Mm like you you got out of right? yeah you made the decision not to buy into that because there is other ways out yeah the, the way i see it it's like well the way i perceive it now it's like if you're going to do that like for me 
that's like a last resort, right? Like that's the last of the last things. I, that was my first option, right? So like my GP didn't even send me to a therapist or have a psych test or anything like that. She was like, nope, this is it, take it. And she's just a GP, right? Like that's it. Oh, that was a GP, GP that prescribed that? that was it, prescribed, Wow, yeah. right? So just a GP, that's it. And, wow. and, and like a GP where you just rock up and just say, yep, this is what I'm feeling. She's like, cool, just take this. Bro, I'd, right? so I'm off GPs these days, man. Yeah, yeah, trust me, man. Like, once again, own beliefs, everything like that. But once you transition from that and then you start to learn about, yeah, how powerful your body really is and when it comes to this stuff. And um, yeah, if you take a different path with these things and yeah, like I said, that's a last resort. Just leave it there in the tiny little box in the corner. You don't have to jump at it. Just leave it there. There's plenty of other things that you can do. So yeah, don't get me started on the TGM. Uh, I'm just going to be like, if your beliefs aren't that, it's wrong. So I'm not going to be as nice as Jacob because... <laughs> Luke, Luke the Savage. Luke <laughs> the savage. Um, I... Yeah, it's... It's a, such a fucking subject that I'm not... I don't really feel like this is the right podcast to go deep on it. No, we'll have to do another one. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say... For me personally, I wouldn't say it's right or wrong. Again, it's whatever feels right for you. But yeah. I, I like the point on... It's your choice whether you want to see it as a first or last resort. Because yeah. if you see it as a last resort, you're going to start relying on shit that's, again, in your control, which is yourself, your yeah. body, what you can do. Um, yeah, it's the easy, it's the easy option, the but easy option. everyone is takes... That, is that your perception of the easy option or is that their perception of the easy option? I think that's their perception of the easy option. Yeah. I think... Um, See, for you, because you went through that, like you had to hit rock bottom for to get to a point where the only th- option was to look up and then look outwards and... Oh, look inwards, sorry. Mm. And then that sort of like led you through this like self... Yeah, yeah, you've, creation. Got, to, you've got to hit the lowest of lows to experience the highest of highs, eh? Mm. Like law of polarity, like you've got to have one side of the other, right? Like I was, I was actually talking about this to my partner today. It's like... You know, you need to go through this right now so you can experience the good, right? Because if if you don't go through the bad, there is no such thing as the good because that's the other side of bad. So if there's no bad, there's no good. It doesn't mm. exist. So you have to go through it. Yep. You have to experience it and see what's going on. On the purest level, life, life and death. We wouldn't be here without it. Exactly right. We love this one because it's <clears throat> one of our previous mentors. I would say he wasn't really a mentor, but someone we worked with briefly. The, the polarity swing there's so many different ways to live your life right so you can be someone that's bipolar and, and completely ride the waves to the the negative and then completely ride the waves to the positive i'd like to know what your perspective on it is when do you just completely surrender to both or do you try and ground yourself when you're in either one of those states hmm say the question again so like you think of the pendulum swing yep. right you've got your good and yep. then you've got your bad yep some people will just try and eliminate both yep. and just be like fucking robotic. Yep. Right. They won't feel the bad because, yep. and they'll, they, like they'll completely ground themselves and they won't sort of accept the heightened state sure. of, the, of the positivity. Yeah. When you're in that position where you, you're feeling like, you know, are you the sort of person that just feels both sides of the swing? Yeah. I, I don't like to feel the bad. I'll be straight up and honest. Like if bad comes up, I run away from it to start with. It's just about, strengthening your awareness and seeing when that comes up and being like hey dude you're fucking running from this like you need to sit with this like 
If you sit with this right now, the good is going to come. But if you continuously run from this, the good's just going to disappear. So yeah, the, the way that I've really taught myself, it's like if I catch myself running from things, like triggered when my daughter was screaming in my ear, instead of being like, daddy needs to work, yada, 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 I need to do this, I need to do that, like get away, get away, get away. Like my daughter doesn't know how to regulate herself. She's just fucking processing this energy being like, I don't know what this is, but this is what's going to come out. Rah, right? Imagine if you felt like that and you were like, I need to get rid of this. And mm. someone's in the corner going, hey, Aunt, can you shut the fuck up, man? Like I'm trying to work. You'd be like, right. Well, I'm going to push that down. Yeah. So I, I started to process that and see that. So I was like, dude, you need to sit with this right now. So sat with it talk my daughter through it. Like I said, hey, daddy's reacting like this and it's not fair that daddy's reacted like this. So from now on, I'm going to hold space for you and allow you to regulate yourself. And of course, when we went, when we went to the, um, the farmer's markets, she decided to regulate herself in front of 300 people with a, yeah, let's just say there was some swinging fists and kicking on the ground and everything like that. But instead of me dragging her, being like, just look at you, you're embarrassing yourself, all this stuff. Well, I normalized it, right? So it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Sat down with her, people walking past us and stuff like that. It's like, just let it go. Let it go. It's fine. Daddy's here. So creating a space for her to, yeah, allow that to come in. So... To answer your question, I know I just went off on a tangent, but to answer your question, um, do I sit with the good? Um, uh, sorry, do I sit with the bad as well as the good? Yeah, I, I, not straight away though. Like if I experience the good, it's fucking great. This is awesome, fucking sick. But I know I am experiencing this because I sat over this side and I, I sat with that as well. So, and that that's like a, a massive evident, evidence piece for me with my business at the moment. Like, mm. Yeah, that's a big period. Yeah, that I've been reflecting on for sure i was going to follow up on that exact point with where you're at in your business now having you know you you're actually going through a really big success period yeah just from the outside and i'm sure you yeah you realize this how, how have you found yourself fully being able to embrace mm. the wins now now yeah. that you've been more open to sitting with the yeah with the other yeah. side um it's funny when you when you're trying to know like i'm trying to normalize this but also be like reflecting and grateful and everything like that so it's, it is a juggling act don't get me wrong but um would you say this is still very new for you like oh, experience 100 yeah. like in in six months the business has gone from doing like 2k months to now we're doing 30 to 35k mm. months consecutively for the year so um yeah like from from the start of january to now like transitioning to do like you know we've just hit like 150,000 of sales in six months so yeah, it, it's very fresh. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm used to this or anything like that. But that comes back down to understanding the journey that I'm on. And this is the part of the growth at the moment. Like I've gone through the past 14, 15 months, like felt like I was just digging a hole without finding the water. I was just like, the fuck? How much longer oh, am I digging this, this shit, right? <laughs> Till all of a sudden, yeah, like six months ago, it felt like I've just hit a water pipe and it just started to trickle. And then, yeah, the water pipes fucking exploded. So, um yeah it's i'm thankful i've got tom fuck i'm thankful i've got tom obviously he's guided me to this space but also like you guys know what it's like to have that support to be like grounding myself like when the money's coming in fuck it's easy to come out as well right like i'm like oh shit yeah hey hey let's let's go here let's go there bali, bali. yeah <laughs> right like bali let's go to byron let's do this 
And of course, hey, Tom, you better not be spending that money. I'm like, fuck, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, it's, it's allowing myself to have this environment of being supportive and um, connecting to my core values and just being understanding that, yeah, cool, this is my mission right now. And it's in a great period, but like we just said, right? Like the bad's gonna come, right? Like it just is. So it's, uh, yeah, accepting that and understanding that, um, yeah, be fucking grateful, but also like this is the new reality now, like this is it. So striving towards progressing in that reality, but then also connected, grounded, grateful, which all comes back down to um, your environment, who you surround yourself with. Like if I didn't have a good environment, yeah, I, I could go to fucking Greece right now and mm. chill over there for three weeks. What good is that going to do me? Mm. But if I had the wrong environment, yeah, fuck, that could easily happen. So um yeah, yeah. To answer your question, that that would be the, the nutshell. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy, man. It's I'm still even when I say it, I'm like, is that true? Like, that really, really happened? But yeah, yeah. It's um, it's really cool. It's it's fucking going really, really well, and I'm grateful for every single guy that I'm working with, and um, every single guy that I'm about to work with in the next couple of months. The next couple of months is like, yeah, very busy. So it's good. And and what you were telling us before, you're no longer metaphorically try you don't even have to dig for for the water or whatever yeah. you're looking for now because the people that you're you've now attracted and now that you're coaching us spreading they're, they're the gospel now they're spreading the yeah word for you. yeah so the way that i see it it's like cool if you're going to invest x amount of money into me i'm going to give you four times that back in value mm -hmm. right like i guarantee that that's what i'm going to do like like tom for example like we've gained that amount of money back within the first what two months three months for me for example so that's what I'm striving for my clients. So as soon as I start doing that and providing these results and allowing them to see that this reality that I'm talking about can be fucking real if you do the work and you stay committed to it, they start to see the results. Then all of a sudden they've got 10 guys that were feeling like they were and they'd be like, hey, 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 the pub, the coke, the drugs, it's not the answer. This is what's happening. This is what's really working. And then, yeah, I'm thankful that... Uh, Shout out, Keeves. I know you're listening to this too. Um, yeah, I'm thankful for Keeves to jump on and start handling the content, the filming, because that's really uh, like, as, as soon as the business has started coming up, so has the content and so has um, capturing the raw moments of what guys go through as well. So yeah, we've got some good pieces coming up at the moment. Um, yeah, we, um, I can give you guys a little taste of what happened at the last reconnection actually. So um, we go through a breathwork sequence. I'm not going to give away what it is. Um, it's the, like, the golden ticket. It's the golden ticket. But let's just say this breathwork really brings uh, past traumas and suppressed emotions to the surface, right? And some guys will take it like a fucking block of concrete and they'll just sit there but like really ground themselves. Like, like they're really feeling into it. Other guys, and wait until you see this footage, literally while they're deep within a visualization will sit up try and gasp for breath while you can see like it's like a perjury like of an emotion coming out and like we've got like bolsters set up next to them and they're just punching the shit out of bolsters and like crying not just crying but it's like it's like a 20 years worth of a cry like imagine a cry like that like and you're literally just holding space for them making sure they're safe everything like that and just allowing them to be like cool like really feel into this like let's get to the surface of this and yeah, like with the past reconnection, like, yeah, one of the guys like sat up, screamed, punched, like wanted to just get up and just like punch me. I had to like hold him. Yeah, it's, 
really fucking cool man like yeah and then once they like i said once they start to see that huh maybe once again not bad mouthing it but maybe therapy and the misdiagnosis of this stuff maybe that isn't the answer maybe this is what's really going on so yeah like then you start to get the results and like my clients are saying to me now like you know the past eight weeks and in-person events have like literally been 10 times better than the past 200 hours of therapy that i've been through and i'm just like man that's the evidence right there like that's so if i'm providing that value which that's one of the promises i give to my clients it's like yeah the value is going to come back tenfold like i promise you that right so yeah as soon as you start providing that value and they see the evidence of the change then yeah like you said it's the gospel and yeah like i said they're the pioneers and they yeah it just comes up in conversation it's so simple right like mm. if you're going through a deep amount of change like we all have your close friends are like fuck you look different mm. that's all it is you look different like what's going on then they start talking about it that gives them the allowance to do the same and they're like oh shit can i hear mm. about more about this yada 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 so yeah yeah i i very thankful i'm fucking very grateful and um also i feel like this is just the beginning as well so it's really really cool yeah that's the insane part you walked you walked down the exact path that these men that you are now coaching are now getting to walk mm. down themselves i think that's one of the most powerful parts as well like i get that really clear across to the table it's like once again i know i'm saying bad things about therapy i'm not i promise but it's like cool you can go to a therapist and you can sit down for an hour and you can get stuff off your chest make yourself feel good for half an hour but then pay x amount of money then have to go back in four weeks but mm. only have that hour and you don't have support over that month cool that's you if you want to do that that's cool but understand that hey i've fucking done the work here and i've experienced what you're experiencing i've done that same path and this is what works mm. how much more confident do you feel in investing in someone if you're like they've done what i'm currently in mm -hmm. and this is what works okay cool sweet i'm in so um yeah and then also it comes back to what's coming out from these events as well like these pieces that we're capturing at the moment it's um yeah it's allowing men to see that uh the emotions and the suppression doesn't have control over them unless they choose it to have control over them right so if you step into arena like mine trust me like without being cocky and it might come across as cocky or anything like that but i'm striving to be the best in the game at this so if you step into my arena i promise you like you're not going to be able to just shy away from things or you know allow stuff to just put be put to the side no 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 like if i see a human behavior of like a tap of the foot or a hand slide or an eye move that way or a gesture of being like a scratch of the face i know something's there and i'm going to get that to the surface for you so yeah it takes a piece of confidence to step into the arena but trust me the arena is fucking savage but in a good way in a very good way <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be fucking completely vulnerable as fuck here yeah, like, as inspiring as that is that that makes me feel like I've just got so much fucking work to do yeah but that's the most beautiful thing right if 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 i if someone said to me would you get, jump straight to your position right now or would you go through the journey that you've gone through a thousand times out of ten i would go through the journey right think of it like this think of it like a you're striving towards doing like a 200 kilo deadlift and you're currently at 60 kilos but someone come have magic someone had a magic wand and being like cool you'll do 200 right now i guarantee you'd be like uh-uh 
I want to earn this. I want to be able to lift this 200 kilos. So yeah, like, yeah, I really hear you and fuck, like, do I feel that feeling? Like I've, I, I uh, would be having conversations with people and I'm like, fuck, I want that. Like I want to experience that. But yeah, the best piece of advice and not just to you two guys, but anyone out there, like if you are feeling like that, fuck, just if you feel like something is like culminating inside and being like, this is me, this is what I want to do. Just grab it by both hands and make sure you have someone to mentor you and just fucking get after it. So yeah, commitment, consistency, that's all it is. Literally people ask like, oh, how did you do that? Consistency, that's it. Consistent, consistent, consistent. Like, yeah, for, for example, like if, you're, if our main thing of bringing in clients is Instagram and Facebook and we're not there every day, but someone else is there every day, you're going to be attracted to someone mm. else right like it's about finding like healthy competition as well like my healthy competition right now is jacob weatherly like he's oh, fucking so killing it man. yeah he's killing it yeah. and i'm like fuck man like if he's getting posts out like that i need to be doing the same shit and that's what i said to keys like we sat down there the other day i'm like dude we need to get two months worth of content sorted and have it all mapped out and i'll get all the captions written like we need to get this done so yeah it's, it's about striving for greatness but also in a healthy and in a competitive mm. way as well so yeah surround surround yourself with the people that you aspire to be or you want to get mm. as close to 100 100 download your mentors download your archetypes yeah. of course i'm feeling like on fire just hearing you speak man yeah it's but you guys know what it's like like as soon as you find that soul's purpose it's like it's just waiting there to be lit mm. as soon as you light it it's like yeah like there's no such thing as a nine to five and slogging it out like There'll be some days where I'll do like an hour mm. of work and I'm like, all right, cool, that's it. There's other days where I'll get up at four in the morning, work till 10, to have a two hour break and get some food in, jump back onto the laptop, do 12 till six, two hours of playtime, food, bedtime, and then work till 12 in the morning. Mm. But it's not like I'm like, fuck, I've got to go do this. I've got to go do that. Like, no, no, no. Like I am stinging. I'm stinging yeah. to finish this dinner so I can go record a podcast. Yeah. I'm burning right now to be like, I need to voice note my clients. I need to do this. I need to do that. So yeah, it's, it's like once that fire is lit, trust me, it's like, you're going to go to the fucking moon with it, but you just got to be consistent with it. hundred percent. I feel I echoed this on the last podcast, but I feel like I've, I've been really starting to feel that the last month or so now. Yeah. I was, I was going to ask you about that. So did you feel like, um, did you feel like when you weren't being consistent with the posting, you were like, fuck what am i going to post but then as soon as you started being consistent you're like holy shit it's just like shit's flying out of everywhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the same experience yeah it's crazy crazy the, the big determining factor was i just decided i just made the conscious choice to be like okay i'm going all in now mm. and i had to let go of like certain other projects and passion projects mm. and then like really just being like okay no i'm i'm out now yeah and then it's like okay no, like no safety now. i i thrive off like having a bit of safety like just growing up it's always just like security being like being safe um and it, it comes down to pessimism like passed on from like family and stuff like that but yeah that was the big flood open the floodgates moment for me yeah so yeah it's yeah <laughs> as soon as you don't have money come in you got to get money somewhere right yeah like that moment where you know your partner was like yeah okay you gotta go back to the park. if you're yeah that's what she said she's like yeah if you're fucking serious about this show me that you're serious Right, like if you're fucking serious about this, stop getting up at 9 a.m. and then start work at one. Mm. No, get up at six, 
go to the gym, get a healthy meal in, get your work done, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, fuck, she's right. If, if I want a business of excellence, I have to become excellent. So yep. yeah, I, yeah, I'm very grateful for her because yeah, I, I wouldn't have, I, I can 100% say I wouldn't have kick-started like I did. So yeah. Your first client, you said what, within the next day or within the next two days? Yeah, so I, I had a client, I, I literally had one client um, for like six months, just okay. one, paying 200 bucks a week, that was it. Just 200 bucks a week, which lasted for like, I think you did like three months of payments. So like 200 bucks a week, that was it. So then there was another three months on the back end of that where there was like nothing. Posting, 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 nothing. Fuck this! This is fucking bullshit. Like the fuck this fucking whatever. And then, uh, and then, yeah, that two-week ultimatum. And then I had the one client. And then as soon as the one client, that group there, I got five guys—not the burgers, but actual five guys—into um, that group. And then, yeah, that's when it started to like, all right, cool. Now we have enough income to say for the next two months to be able to pay rent. Cool. So my, now my focus is providing value for these guys. And then. Um, and then to be completely honest with you, like after that group, like it dulled down again. Like I had one one-on-one client and then that was it. And then after that, that's when it started to like really just go, oh. yeah. So yeah, what, especially once the in-person stuff has started now. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's fucking insane. Do you feel like you've just gone through another transformation in terms of you as a coach, you as a man leader? Yeah, massively, that? massively. Like uh, um, I felt like when I was doing the reconnection, I felt like, I just felt like I turned it on, like not in a bad way, being like, oh, you're turning shit on, but like I've turned it on. Like my highest version was just like, all right, it's time for us to play now. And like, yeah, like, and like I really felt that. And then I've watched the footage back and I was just like, whoa. Yeah, you can you can feel that shit right? energetically through like, that. Yeah. I watch it and I'm just like, whoa, mm. that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was feeling. That's what I was mm. feeling. It was coming to the surface. So, um, yeah, I'm being really called at the moment to do more in-person stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'll, I've got a big day tomorrow. I'm sure stuff is going to come mm. up tomorrow. So. Um, but yeah, the way that I've, I've been visualizing stuff at the moment, I feel a, a big pull and transition to just all in-person stuff. So yeah. what comes from that? I have no idea. Mm. But yeah, I can see my online stuff just transitioning into in-person stuff. So... Mm. Once again, I'm sure it'll all come to the surface tomorrow. And yeah. I'll have something mapped out. Yeah. Having said that, yeah, you've got a big few days of in-person events, not only for your, for your clients, but for yourself, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got a one-on-one day with Mr. Tom Clark tomorrow. So I know Luke's gone through that. And yeah, am I shitting myself? 100%. But if I wasn't shitting myself, I know that it's not meant to be and it's not for me. So um yeah big day there tomorrow and then allow my brain to come back to this reality for a week or so and then uh and then yeah we just sold out our in-person event in at newcastle we've just opened up dates for the second event and then uh i'm back down in melbourne at the end of july with um yeah the reconnection in person big farm event it's gonna be Mm. really really cool I was just telling you guys before about it, which I could say on here what it is, but um, yeah, it's, it's really, really fucking cool. It was, cool. it sounded epic. Yeah. Yeah. was only two spots remaining, by the way, so jump on. Um, but yeah, yeah. Big, big couple of months, big couple of months coming in. So um, yeah, a weekend for myself 
this weekend and then um, yeah really process things sit with it for the next week um, and then yeah like just fucking get after it mm. like, yeah just get after it get this Newcastle stuff sorted and then um, yeah transition into Melbourne event it's gonna be really cool yeah love it Luke you got anything? nah I'm good <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I've been triggered the fuck out of the last 20 minutes so good I'm here to trigger you <laughs> Jacob for your sake I think uh, this is the optimal time to sort of wrap up the potty mm-hmm. make sure you get some much needed shut eye for, for the big day tomorrow yeah yeah if I don't get to bed now I think uh, I think Tom actually I think it is Tom that's ringing me right now it's either Tom or Lauren so uh, yeah he's probably ringing me being like get to bed get to bed get to bed I'm sorry Tom I'm sorry um, but yeah Big day, literally. Hang on, I'm just gonna make sure that isn't Tom. I know it's just Lauren. I'll call you back. Um, <laughs> just calling it in. Call it in, boys. Yeah, wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, wrap it up. It up. Um, yeah, big day tomorrow. And uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm. That was yeah. That didn't even feel like no. Podcast. That was sick. That was sick. I could I could envision that doing that like every every week or so. So mm. yeah, I might need to look at doing a podcast with someone else. It's sick. <laughs> I usually just sit in a bedroom by myself and just talk like this. <laughs> look at a computer. <laughs> Yeah, this is sick. This is awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate oh, yeah, it. Yeah, honestly, truly inspiring, man, what you're doing. Thanks, like, man. It's awesome to see the things that you're doing for yourself. You know, you're growing a successful business, but the fact that you're doing it from a heart-centered place and you want to make the world a better place and, and you are making the world a better place. So mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome to see on my end, man, mm-hmm. and Anthony's end, and like we really see you, like you're fucking showing the fuck up and... I respect it deeply. I respect you deeply. It's fucking great to finally meet you in person, man. Yeah, I know. How is that? I was yeah. going to say. Literally, I felt like I've known you guys for like five years. Yeah. Yep. Be like that. Yeah. It's literally like, mm. I have the same thing when I meet my clients. I'm like, because it's usually online stuff. And I'm mm. like, holy fuck. Like, I felt like I've known you for years. Like stepping through that door, I'm like, yeah, this is home. This is sick. Cool. Whatever. So, but yeah, man, I greatly appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words. Um, Yeah. It's a really cool position that I'm at at the moment, not just for myself, but business as well. And yeah eternally grateful for you guys as well like being able to have you guys every wednesday on leaders and yeah not just every wednesday on leaders but you know seeing your face and hearing about your journey and like i said having your environment having an environment around you um do you say that (laughs) Uh, having an environment where you're um supportive and when you're you know connected to that supportive environment as well is so crucial so but yeah thanks for having me man really great pleasure pleasure i loved it yeah yeah sick podcast yeah i can't wait to hear this yeah all right let's do it yeah final thank you to jacob atkinson man your storytelling is on point i'll I hey, right back at you bro direct reflection yeah, direct appreciate, reflection. That. appreciate that thanks man yeah so i guess that is that's the end of this episode if uh you guys resonated and anything landed uh throughout the potty from um jacob where, where do you find yeah uh facebook instagram um just search polaris coaching we'll be on there just all one word um go to spotify we've got the polaris podcast on there as well um you can sign up to our weekly emails you can sign up to there and we send out weekly emails and we've got youtube coming as well so you can find that all in the link in the bio and he's got the merch the merch oh yeah <laughs> yeah someone said puffer jackets before so yeah i'm gonna have to start looking at some puffer jackets but who knows uh, if you move to melbourne that may be maybe coming in here I, I put a new order in for some new designs and I was hoping they were ready by the time I got down here so I was going to bring them down but um, yeah if you want to get some sick tees and hoodies we've got some of them as well hell yeah Jacob pleasure Luke as always, as always. thank you so much much love guys much love. ciao, ciao. ciao.